0: Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer, so let's bring around. out. The star attraction, the one you came to see, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold.
1: Oh my god, I'm so excited, I can't believe it! Uh, it's ma- Mazel tov! Sim and and muzzle and mu- muzzle er,
0: tub, a simple sim and and tap, a muscle tap, a muscle tough A simple a muscle tap, a simple tap, a Muzzle hey, hey, I knew. Can we I just get just a cleanup crew to? Yeah. Uh, can we get another aisle three, please? I knocked over that glass. God, that was like so weird. It's
1: fine.
0: Oh my God. Is somebody smoking weed in here? No, it's Beth's uh, bag in the back.
1: Ladies <laughs> <That's laughs> nice and gentlemen, Beth's husband on the piano. Up.
0: I give up. <laughs> yeah. New York is just one endless high.
1: <laughs> it, it is. No, you walk no, into the It's one triga. endless high. <laughs> now, this is the Jewbell, Sandy. <laughs> So anytime we we mention anything remotely Jewish, the bell goes off. (laughs) This is our first like produced live podcast, and I unbelievable so far. Could not be happier to have the incredible Sandra Bernhardt here and uh, Bette Sussman on the piano.
0: Hi, gorgeous people of New York City I mean, on a Monday it? night.
1: Look at all these people on the... How many stages are quiet. The stages are quiet. Okay, I'm done. And bam! And I saw a couple people not raise their hands that are definitely Jewish.
0: All right, so... <laughs> Let me ask you, were yeah. you were you invited to... um uh, What's your name's birthday? Um... You know, the 50th celebration the other night. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. You were there, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you go? No, I wasn't invited. Oh, all right. I thought... <laughs> oh. She's had
1: a lot of surgery, don't you think? She's had a lot of sores.
0: Yes, good one. I gotta be careful with my water, though. All right, now, uh. Sandra,
1: you are the... Uh, I mean, I don't really want to do an intro because everyone you knows you. just don't.
0: Yeah. Um... <laughs> If but I hear, you, if I hear anything more about myself that I already know, I'm going to faint. <laughs> oh, you might. I do a lot of research. Now I am very
1: impressed by that. Uh, so now, Sandy, yes, can baby. I call you Sandy? Yeah, of course. Of course, so you call Sandy, me Sandy. Um, I know you grew up. You know, you are born in in Michigan, Flint, correct? Mi- Flint, Michigan. And then when you were ten, you moved to Scottsdale, Scottsdale, Arizona. And you have three brothers. Three older brothers. And your father was a doctor. That's right um and physician
0: surgeon right but back in those days they called themselves physicians and surgeons it was like but did he how did, did he get proctology, proctology he, right he studied proctology he did he claimed he did
1: really and then yeah. oh wait your father mother and three brothers and then doctor okay <laughs> so um <laughs> you You said, and your mother was an abstract artist. That's right. And played the piano. Yep. Um, But you had the funniest line about them, that that's how you see the world. My father's a
0: proctologist. My mother's an abstract artist. That's how I view the world. Yes. (laughs) Is that not the best and that like ca- that visual is incredible. And you know, I don't even know how I came up with that line. I think I came up with it one night on stage. Yeah. You know, it's, it that's what that's the best. An improvisational yes. gem. When you're in the zone, you know.
1: <laughs> that's an improv. <laughs> so you moved to Scottsdale. Now were were you popular in school? I'm very obsessed with popularity. No. Yeah. I was not popular at all. No. Like, so who'd you hang out with?
0: But well,
1: moving at 10 is shitty too. What's that? Moving at ten is yeah. Kind of I mean,
0: you know, I, I think for sure had we stayed in Flint, it would have been an easier adolescence. Right. But I would never have become the person I am because there was something about being out in the desert, right? Back in the sixties, when it wasn't, you know, it was just like it was like still like the wild, the wild, wild west, which happened to be one of my favorite programs. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But why did you move? Why did your my pa- father came home. One day in 1965, mm-hmm. and announced to the family we were going to Arizona. We were moving to Arizona. There was no explanation. We were all just like, okay, like just <laughs> terrified and frightened. <laughs> My mother, she had her, her whole, you know, artist community in Flint. Right. She went to Flint Community College every day and did her pottery and her paintings. And there were a lot of really interesting, you know, art professors there. She had her whole world, and he upended her world. Why whole did he world. do that? I, I think it's a co- combination of things. I think my dad was uh, was a gypsy in his own way. And right. also, I think he had a, a a lady that he had to run from. Might have been his nurse. Yeah. Whoa. Helen was her name. Was she? She was a Nafki. Wow. You know from Nafkis? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's terrible. I mean, here's the best story. One one time there was a tornado warning. Yeah. And when I was at Longfellow Elementary School, which was the last year, I was our fourth grade, and they sent us all home. I, I, I started running home. I was terrified. Right. And I got like a stitch in my side, so I ran back to school, and I said, what are you doing here? So they called my dad's office, and Helen came to pick me up. No way. Yeah. And she was smoking. Right. Totally irritated with me. Right. I mean, it was like a five-minute drive. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but it stays with me to this day. It haunts me. Fuck Helen. Do you think she's dead? I, I, she must be either. But we, for years, my brothers and I thought maybe we had a, a step-sibling somewhere. But you could
1: get your DNA done and find that out.
0: How am I gonna find out if Helen had a baby? Because
1: then if that, that baby gets their DNA done, they you but, connect. We don't know who
0: who the, who the where the fuck happened to Helen. Oh yeah, that's right. We're fuck. looking for I, Helen. Oh, Helen. Helen. Helen, is she Helen, in the here's house? My DNA. All right, shut Helen, up. Helen, here's my DNA. Wait, can I tell you something? My Helen knows my DNA. All
1: right, I fucked up. All right, I'm not perfect. But you are. my um I li- I grew up in New Jersey and I my, I lived five houses down from the school. Like I walked to That's school. That's incredible. Okay. And literally if you were in the No, this is the no, so best it, it is. If you were in the schoolyard you could see my house, right? And anytime there was weather, anytime like it was like tornado or, you know, the snows, I would be sitting in my class, who was the first person to get called out of school on the loudspeaker. You. Judith Gold, your mother is here to pick you up. Every... Every... I mean, she didn't talk like my mother, I guess, the announced person, but... Um,
0: <laughs> I'm like, Ma, I could fucking walk to this, you know... Here, I have a better story for you. I was at Go. the, at the, at the Cine, Cine Capri movie theater on Camelback with was probably my oh, friend yeah, Diane Camelback. Adler. Yeah. And all of a sudden... <laughs> I hear somebody screaming, Sandra, Sandra, and I turn around, and my mother has run into the movie theater where she dropped. I think it was the odd couple. And she somebody had called, done a prank phone call as me, saying, Mom, help, I need help. (laughs) (laughs) So she came running to the movie theater and I said, I'm right here. I'm fine. Who did the call? Remember when we could do that? You can't Helen. do that anymore. Oh, God, you don't even know some of the prank phone calls. Oh, that, I, my God. that I made in my twenties and thirties with right. friends in LA oh, yeah. to
1: people in the business. Right, right. Oh, that's fu- like all right. Just do one. I can't. I can't tell you, you can't me. say who it is.
0: No, no, I cannot. I. Can. You can't even
1: give the dialogue. Nope. All right.
0: So I can't. Oh, thank I could you. Be arrested.
1: Laura just brought me some questions from the audience, but we're not getting to those yet. <laughs> anyway, so your first album that you bought. With your mother was Tapestry by okay. Carol King.
0: Carol King, yes. <laughs> and you know Carol King is as popular and relevant today as she was in 1969, 68. I, I
1: remember that album. I mean, first of all, I, opening an album, like yeah, the cellophane, just the cellophane, and then the smell. you smell. Yeah, you open, it and then you don't. You touch the yeah, edges, and you put, and you sit on your floor in your bedroom. Yeah. And uh, just, on just listen to my blue and green over. shag carpet yeah.
0: with my astrological wallpaper right. and my Indian bedspreads. Oh fr- yeah, because from, from a head shop on right. Fifth Avenue in Scottsdale. No way. That always, that no matter how many times I washed them, they still smelled like incense. Right. <laughs> and I had my whole room set up with uh, the black light posters. Right, right. I, and I was like the least druggy person, but I liked right. the whole hippie right hair. Uh, you know ethos. My parents took me to see hair in L.A. when I was no thirteen. No wait, when you yeah. they were
1: naked. Yeah, and you saw. A penis? We went
0: there, and I got to, first wow. place. I got to I got to get a dress at Judy's, um, which was a boutique in, in, wow. in uh, Century City. Okay? But do they spell so it J E
1: W D Y? Okay.
0: So I got the cutest dress. Right. My parents took me. And like one of the, the the cast members like swung into my dad's lap. It was the best thing they ever had. At the Aquarius Theater on Sunset. Wow. How cool were, were my parents. Very cool. When I was 13, 14. Wow. Age of Aquarius.
1: Age Aquarius. of Aquarius. Aquarius. I'm afraid to fuck it up.
0: Aquarius. Wait, wait. Harmony and
1: understanding, sympathy and trust abounding.
0: No, no more, pulses more pulses or derisions. Mystic golden golden visions, dreams of visions, mystic crystal, crystal revelations and the mind <laughs> to revelations. Aquarius. Oh.
1: remember some of the words because you were a little more popular than I was, okay? Because you <laughs> probably went out during... Uh, so what, what were you involved in in high school? Did you jo- were you in any
0: clubs? I was, I was in The S- Sounds of Saguaro, directed by Debs Valentine, who was a Mormon guy who was t- totally gay. Oh, here's shocking. A good sto- here's a good story. Yes. The Voices of Saguaro was the best chorus that produced all the, the musicals. Then they did a version of Funny Girl with this right. totally blonde shiksa wasp. Right. Years later, my really good friend Stacey Fitella, who was a total hippie, her sister Kim Ann, and another friend of mine, Donna Newton, who wanted to be an opera singer, it all turned out that we were both sexually molested by Joe Esley, the director of Voices of Saguaro. Now, why wasn't I allowed in? Because I was skinny and not appealing to him. But what a bless- are you fucking what? kidding me? What a me? blessing! From the get-go, Hashem protected me, and I was never molested by anybody. Oh God, he
1: would have loved me.
0: You know? All right. I had nothing to offer.
1: That is unbelievable. Is that a story? That that is a story. Now you buy. Uh, all right. So you're you're it, you mentioned that uh, once that I heard that. Uh, early on, um, Carol Channing was a big.
0: Yeah, inf- because my parents took me to see her when I was eight years old at the Fisher Theater in Detroit right. in previews before right. she came to Broadway. She would, they were on the road trying it out. Did you love it, was, it? Loving is not the word. Right. It took me to a place that I only go to when I perform myself. Now was that your first?
1: Yes. Or was that the yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, I already knew. At five years old, I was already right. telling uh, Marlene Rosenbaum, my dad's partner, Mel Rosenbaum's wife. Yeah. When she asked me, what what, what do you want to be when you grow up, Sandy? I said, a comedian. And she laughed. And she, she was boiling water to make potatoes. The only time right. I ever saw her cook. I said, no, I will be. I will be. And she thought I was so cute. Fuck you, Marlene. But anyway, so... This was a. These were stepping stones, really. right? Carol, Chan, and you know I remember her because
1: my mother was always like, "She's very, she's tall, Judith, and she made it."
0: There, exactly. Yeah. And then she came. Well, I met her many times subsequently, right. but she came to my show. Um, I'm still here, damn it, when I was pregnant. Right. And she came back saying, "She goes, I am your spiritual. No, no, you are my spiritual granddaughter." Aww. And she was she was in excellent shape. This was ninety seven. Wow! So she was still—that's amazing. I never thought she'd die.
1: I know, and she she just uh-huh.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: You love the Mary Tyler Moore Show?
0: Loved. Got me through high Same.
1: school. Same. Same. Like I fucking I wa- who I wanted to be Rhoda. Of course, did you? Uh. No,
0: I wanted to be Mary. You did? Of course. She's so good, and suddenly make it all seem worthwhile. Let's well, it's you, wait, wait. Girly. Slow it down. Let's do. A, let's do more.
1: That's my ringtone on my like, phone. By the way. There's about
0: four or five different versions of yeah, this.
1: Yeah. There's a country version. Yeah. All
0: right. Let's try it. Okay.
1: No. Wait. Aren't slow we going slow it some, way down? Let's back. do a really slow okay.
0: version. Ooh. a smile ooh, 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 ooh. who can take a nothing day and suddenly make it seem all worthwhile well it's you girl and you should know it with each little glance at every move Run!
1: making music here. Yes, Thank you. We. Thank you. I wanted to run away to those houses. On uh, you know, like I wanted to li- I, when I went to Minneapolis for the first time to work, I drove by that house like a fu- and I waited. I wanted to wait to see if the light would come on and it's like mental. It's not like, though. It's like not do mental. you remember the opening where the woman's coming uh, down the escalator from the and and uh uh, and she has like big. Oh no! She comes out of the elevator. She has like big uh, aviator glasses on. Like I uh, remember the people in the background of the opening this thing, this of the was, fucking show.
0: These, the, these were the most glamorous times, right, of our of our lives. I mean, nothing compares to it now. That was and, true glamour. And half of these shows would never get on on TV. Like the All in the Family, never, because everybody. It was it was a revelation, right. These were these were things that no, nobody had ever seen before. Right. These were, you know, opening up ideas and 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 portals into right. you know thinking that had uh, up until then just never been touched. Hey
1: everyone, you know one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids and. dot com slash judygold50 j u d y g o l d 50 five zero okay judygold50 and use code j u d y g o l d five zero judygold50 to get 50% off that's code judygold50 at factormeals.com slash judygold50 and get 50% off it's worth it you're welcome we have something in common, um, our our love for variety shows. Yes. Like, I was obsessed. Yeah. Like, I loved all
0: of them. Like oh. Sonny and Cher. Oh. Um, Carol Burnett. The best. Uh, uh, can i can tell you a cute story. Yeah. Remember when Carol Burnett rebooted her show? Yeah. It only lasted for a couple of weeks. Right. I actually went, went into rehearsal with Carol and her musical director to do a number, and I was going to film it that week, and it was canceled that week.
1: No way. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's, a
0: terrible
1: story. that's horrible. You know what? She should host SNL. If anyone should host SNL, it should be her.
0: That is a brilliant idea. Thank you. I have thought that for years oh and years. Oh, my God. Well, that, like, that, there that's, would be no SNL. That's a bastion of unsophistication, right. SNL. There's nothing sophisticated. What did you think
1: about... of Bell's Halsey last weekend? <laughs>
0: I didn't see it. What was that about? Uh,
1: Halsey. Her name's Halsey, but I call her Bell's Halsey. <laughs> she was the host. Halsey. Woo. Her name's Halsey. She's from New Jersey. She's a singer. I don't know, you know. You about
0: her. Right. Exactly. But I love she was Bells hosting. Halsey. Yeah, That's I call funny. her Bell's Halsey. That's funny. <laughs> You're funny, Judy. Thank you,
1: Sandy. Um, so, Sandy, you graduate high school. Well, yeah. What do you mean?
0: Well, I mean I graduated a half year early. I just right. I left.
1: Right, you left, but did, your brothers all went on to become yeah, professional. They, well, my
0: oldest brother dropped in and out of college right. a thousand times. He never really finished. Right. My brother David, who was a world-class photographer. Right. the, and the likes of which Diane, you know, like Diane Arbus. Yes, yeah, yes. He should have stayed. with He became a dentist. He got back to his photography right. recently. My brother, my crazy brother Mark, who was like a fabulous drummer and right. played, played the vibes. He went to um, osteopathic school. My oh dad my was an osteo. God. My dad was a DO. I, right. I like to reveal that right. now. And when I was really young, I was too embarrassed to say that my say dad was d- an doctor, osteopath. Say, doctor, yeah. Hippity, hippity hoppity, osteopathy. Uh, you leave, and you go on a kibbutz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how did you, like, how yes, did that, that happen? happen? Because all my cousins lived in Israel. Right. and all my brothers had all gone over and worked on kibbutzim right and i didn't want i didn't want to go right to college and my i didn't i listen i call, high school to me was just you know i just fucking hated high a school A passing thing i had to but you to do. knew that in your head
1: you knew that in your head yeah. right so i, I got teased by who by other kids yeah like what
0: Man, they made fun of my lips Oh, you no, have the kid. best
1: fucking lips.
0: And can you imagine my lips in 1972 in Scottsdale, yeah. Arizona at Saguaro <laughs> High School? Yeah. Well, do you know how
1: many women you know, would pay for those fucking lips right are. now? They are.
0: Yeah. They are.
1: Fuck them. I yeah I got. They te- were horrible too. I me. got it's teased incessantly. That's why I've always
0: had such an affinity for for you know, the black experience. Right. Because they would call me the N word.
1: Because of your lips. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Fuck them. And I'd be like, you should be so fucking lucky. Right. To have a black student at your high school. Yeah, you motherfucker. I'm the closest you're ever gonna have. Yeah, that's right, bitches. You cowboy wasp thin lip, cunt. (laughs) Hilarious.
1: So, you go on a kibbutz, which I really want Henry to go, my son Henry to go on a kibbutz. Too
0: late.
1: Yeah, because you said you learned... You learned about the work how ethic. Yeah, and that doing mundane things that would pay yes. off later.
0: Yes. You know, it, it taught you so much. Yeah. Well you when you get up every day and you just do manual labor. Right. Whether I was going to the, the Mashchetta, which was the the um <laughs> the slaughterhouse. <laughs> right. The kosher slaughterhouse right. where I vacuumed lungs out of chickens on the assembly line. And or whether I was
1: working, okay.
0: Nice- whether I was picking oranges or grapefruits, wow. Whether I was chopping uh, weeds in the cotton fields. Wait, can we just talk
1: about sucking the lung out of the chicken? <laughs>
0: yeah, like it's a like vac- a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, a little, a long tube with a little like serrated edge, and you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And did it, it should- gross you out?
1: No. And then the slaughtering of the animal, they do it as, so it's... There's le- a kosher... There's yeah, a, there's so it's the least there. painful way for the animal.
0: Supposedly. How do we know? <laughs> How do they, do it? they cut they the cut throat out. and flip, How out, do they do flip it? out the windpipe at the same time. All right. That's no life. But do you eat meat now? Yeah. Yeah, me too. All right, so... Never... St- I tried to be a vegetarian. Yeah. I was like... You know, I know, I need like a I nice, need I need a I, red
1: meat once a month.
0: I Yes, and then right. a lot of chicken and fish the yeah, rest of the time. Yeah, all the time. The time. Now, uh, your big
1: influences yep. were Lily and Bette.
0: Yep, Lily Tomlin. Tomlin and Bette Midler. Yeah. And after you left the kibbutz. I went home to Arizona for a few months right. to regroup. Right. I worked at my, my, my mother opened a daycare center. What? Called Ninos Contentos. <laughs> it was an. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> it was an investment for my parents. Uh, in what? I, I, Wait, I, Ninos Contentos. <laughs> I think I should. I think I should write a book. My next book oh should be called Ninos, Ninos
1: contentos. contentos.
0: Is that so? That's up? fucking mental. Is that the best. Was <laughs> she into kids? Enough. <laughs> Not us so much. Did uh, they speak Spanish? I think she spoke. No, you didn't. Remember Mexican children? There. I know, but why would you call it niños contentos? Because it was Scottsdale, and there was uh, they wanted to like you know what they should have. They should have called it like Kiva Indian Child. Yeah, right. Or or, or um Papoose Indian.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, they couldn't have a Jewish one with the word contentos in it, but so.
0: What, honey?
1: Contented uh, children. contented children.
0: The children yeah. You're
1: Anyways, yes, but, uh, they're contented because no, they I said go to the Ninos contentos.
0: Um, <laughs> do you, then, <that>, when. <laughs> he, then I moved. Then, and then you and go then, to LA? And then I went to LA. Right. I arrived in LA on Cinco de Mayo, 1974. Wow. My father drove me over in my Ford Maverick with a Landau top. Wow. We drove through a sandstorm outside of Palm Springs. He refused to pull over. By the time we arrived in um, L.A., and where I was going to live with my um, Aunt Zelda and Uncle Maurice. <laughs> where did he, they live? He converted on Kelton oh. Avenue. Oh, in he west converted? Forward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. The windshield was totally pitted, and right. I kept telling my dad, pull over, pull over. He wouldn't pull over. Right. So we had to go get the windshield replaced. By the next day, I had already um, applied, not applied, I'd already uh, signed up for my manicuring course at the Charles Ross School of Beauty on Beverly um, Boulevard next to Jan's Coffee Shop. Right. I studied um, nails for three months, graduated. Three months? Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Do you think the ones here do it for three, like study for three, like what did you learn for three months? Well, you learn a
0: lot. You learn about uh, diseases of the nail bed, (laughs) leconychia and peronychium. Ooh, honey. What'd you do? I don't know. It comes out like the, it goes rigidy, rigidy. Yeah, you probably, you probably damage the nail bed at some point. Probably. And then the nail, see the nail, there's like the fluid of the nail. just sh- Right. <laughs> and you don't have nail polish on. No, I never wear nail polish. It's toxic. <laughs> it's do you wear toenail makeup? polish? No. Oh. Um, but it turns your toenails yellow, too. It's gross. Great! I just had a pedicure today before I got here. <laughs> well, Thank you. I'm you because you're going down to the uh, right Aruba. To Aruba
1: that's right. So you, so you were, um, but did you do the foot for three months too, yeah, or just anything.
0: yeah, everything, Yeah, Nail, feet, and hands. Were
1: the you were the only Jew in the class?
0: No, there was all, there was oh. there some other Jewish ladies. Really? Yeah. hmm and, and I met I met all of my first group of friends at um, Charles Ross, and then did are you still friends with them? No, 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 no. I I mean not because I wouldn't want it. Right? Yeah, you. And then my first job was with with this um, leather queen named David Arcone and his German Nazi boyfriend. (laughs) They drove a Mercedes. They came in every day hungover and fucked up. Right. And Um, and nobody. And they basically had no clientele. And then I segued over to a salon called Three Fifty. No, it was called Sia. Uh, at three fifty one North Cannon, I've been trying to pitch this as a as a TV sh- series a for years. That's a fucking great. So it's all it's my whole life. Right. from the day I arrive. Right. You know, and all my stories. but Now everything's been fucked up with that stupid show, I'm Dying Up Here. I know. And, and not that the only reason, the, the backdrop would be the stand-up comedy eventually. Right, right. But I didn't even get to that for a while. It was right. my friendship with Paul Mooney, oh, I who did, was my I mentor. I
1: haven't gotten there yet. I know, I'm getting there for you. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, so you um,
0: are doing that, and then you, you go to Ye Little... Uh, I, the first time I get up, I met this woman named Judy Vallon. I think she came to um, Charles Ross um, School of Beauty and I did her nails there. And I had a crush on her. And she lived lived above some gay bar on Santa Monica, um, right around the corner. I lived on Norton Avenue. I had a big crush on her. She um, was um, like a cabaret singer and she left her family and her children in Ohio, moved back to L.A. Her parents were vaudevill- va- vaudevillians back in the wow. day. Wow. And her mother wrote special material for her. Right. So she found me totally amusing, and I really wanted to be a singer. And she said, well, you're really funny. You should do stand-up and then incorporate singing into it. So I put together my five minutes, and she took me to the Ye Little Club. And the right. night I got up, um, Paul Mooney was there and my friend Lotus Lotus Weinstock. Lotus Weinstock.
1: She, God rest her soul. Oh,
0: God, wow. it's never been the same since Lotus yeah. left us. I miss that lady. Oh, she was amazing. Oh.
1: So you go, and Paul comes up to you after. Paul comes
0: over to me, and he said, "Bernhard, you're a cigarette come to life. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna put you through hell in a pair of kerosene drawers. <laughs> you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a model. They're gonna, the, the fashion world's gonna embrace you." and he predicted everything and he was right and he took me under his wing and lotus took me under her wing and i had these two fabulous you know people in my life who got me through everything cuz you know how it is when you start off in Oh, this it's business. great. It's uh,
1: great. Oh my god, there's so much positive feedback yeah. in the beginning. So
0: much love in yeah. the, in the room.
1: And just self-esteem building. Mm-hmm. But that Hours. In many ways, oh, yeah, it takes a lifetime time to stay. Stay. Yeah, she's good. Um, Bet Sussman, at the panel, you, ladies everyone. and gentlemen, Bet Sussman. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When do you get to the belly room at the comedy store? Now, just for reference, the comedy store is, you know, Mitzi Shore. Yeah. Um, and she had three rooms in there. There was the, the original, uh, original main, the main and then the belly room, which sat like, what, four, 60 50?
0: Yeah, that came a l- little bit later. I mean, no, actually, by the time I got through, that was it was it was happening. And Lotus and I hosted many of, of right. the nights in the belly room.
1: I remember when I got to L.A. in uh, like 92, oh, 91, 92. 90, I, I mean, know, honey,
0: I, that was like ancient. That was
1: right. I know I you were there the, in ancient eight e- times. Yes, but when I got there, Mitzi. Who loved the guys? I mean, she loved her mail, yeah. but she took to me okay. and she gave me a show every single Friday night in the Belly Room at 8 Your o'clock. Own show? Yes, just Judy Gold. And that's how I developed all my material for my first comedy special. Amazing. But you were, that was the name Sandra Bernhardt started here. Sandra Bernhardt, this is Sandra's room. <laughs> like you are the Belly Room.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's Without it, I really, you know, as, cr- as crazy as Mitzi was, God rest your soul, and as irritating as she yeah. was, you know, you got to have some opposition. You got to hit up against something to become good right. in this business. You got to knock yourself against some walls.
1: Who was working there when you started? You were in the 70s. When um,
0: well,. When I first started, um, Elaine um, oh. Boosler. Boosler, oh honey, she hated me. Why? Boosler was not having me, honey. Why? Oh, because you, yeah. All right. I mean, come I, not, got it. I mean, I was the first comedian not to do self-deprecating material. Right. That's what what I okay? wanted to talk about. So that, yeah. that right there. Women comedians were threatened because that's, that was their, you know, stock and trade. Right. Men were freaked out because then they felt like they couldn't take advantage. Right. Because, oh, you know, uh, I can get, you know, right. something out of this broad because she hates herself right. so much. I mean, I was insecure. Don't get me wrong. Right. But you. But, but, uh, but I n- it never came out in my material. Where do you think you, I mean, you. From it, day I, one. Confidence, 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 confidence. Because, confidence, because confidence. I had to be. Because I couldn't let um, all the feminists down. You know, the, all right. the ladies who, like, you know. All my ladies. I mean, they I, fought for me. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going for but it. But to have that s- sense, that knowledge, like, I don't want to do.
1: I mean, because that's what we all did. I mean, I, you know, I would get on stage and the first thing I would say was talk about, I'm not a transvestite. I know I'm tall. Like, I would get all that shit out of the well, way. And you were always, and I think that's why people were afraid of you, because you... Yeah.
0: But did you ever go home and were like... Oh, of course. Really? Sure. I cried. I was, I was. you know, freaked out. Wow. I was afraid I would never make it.
1: Wow. And you know what? You're gonna <laughs> make it F. So um, you're doing, you're doing, you, you wanted to do stand-up, which Lotus helped you with the music and the stand-up, right? A little bit.
0: No. Because she she no, was I mean, a musician-ish. I, she was. She did her own thing, and we did some stuff together. But I had already started to kind of do my own kooky thing. You and
1: know? and Joan, you met Joan Rivers through her. Is that correct? Oh, I thought... No. Oh, Joan was working at the Ye Little Club as no, well. No, I never
0: met... No, a p- matter of fact, Joan Rivers was quoted as saying, if that girl doesn't get a nose job, she'll never make it in the in Really?
1: <laughs> All right, calm down. She's not alive anymore. She was very nice. She said that? Yeah. I love Back your face. That's my face. I love your fucking face. Oh, I, it is can the you imagine? greatest
0: face. And, and you were on can the cover imagine? of fucking Elle magazine. Can you imagine if I had done my nose? No, my
1: mother would never let me. Judith, you will get your nose done when Baba Streisand gets her nose done. <laughs> she was one of your, one of your, and Acolytes. then you met her, and then you met her. Like, that's why you can't meet anyone. You know, cause yeah, oh, you
0: mean Streisand? Yeah, I you Streisand. No. Streisand. See, she's another one that doesn't like it when people are coming. Right. And, what is behind. that? Everybody wants to have the. I. Everybody know. wants to be the only person forever. I've
1: heard you say that, and this I think there's truth to this. That you know, even though comics are real, I mean, like some of my very close friends are comedians. You know. But there is that little area where it's like when they do well, you're like fuck, 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 fuck. you know. Did were you ever like that?
0: Well, no, no. I mean, because I kind of like I veered away from the comedy world, right? After I, you know, struck out with the, you know, on my own with. with- but you're so lucky
1: because you... I was able
0: to like start doing more like you know.
1: You kind of created this genre of one person like you. That's right. You I do get the, I do
0: get irritated when 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 I see people you know doing like a one woman show or one person show incorporating music and doing it. I'm like, what? right, exactly, as if that's never been done. Right, and they talk. Right. But then they talk. They interview them and t- they talk about it like they. No,
1: like they they like, thought of it. The, they're like, the whatever. first people. Who
0: fucking cares? So, um, <laughs> I just keep I just keep on trucking and try, and try and trying to really like strip away the artifice. Yes, You're, you know that's that. What, but if you if you can't keep getting closer to who you really are as a performer, then who fucking cares anyway? Right.
1: That that raw honesty is like, I think what you brought into the world of you know stand-up slash one-person slosh. Yeah, I mean, slow. I
0: just took everything yeah. I always loved, you know, entertainment, you know, the stuff that I grew up on, the, right. the variety shows. Right, right. Rock and roll. Right. You know, um, sexy actresses like Julie right. Christie. You right. Know, I mean, it was, I, and I just like, it was like, mm. And you have such it, a
1: sense of style.
0: Thank like you. you. you do. Thank you. So um, I loved fashion since I was very young. Yeah,
1: I fucking hated. <laughs> like I did, I still, you can ask my girlfriend, Elise is here. Where's I, Elise? Elise is right there.
0: Hi, and, honey. I like your glasses.
1: Yeah, she, um, I cannot walk into a store with that. Like I, if I never had to walk into a department store again, I was a size 10 at 10 foot shoe. Sweet baby. So we had to go to Tall Gal Shoe Shop on um, across from the New York Public Library on 42nd. I was the fourth uh, generation not, that's of not my family. Not fam- that the- Tall Gal Shoes, fourth generation to, and you know it was all nursing shoe. Like I fucking went to school with nursing fucking shoes on. Okay. Then I was a 12 at 12, and then that was the end. What? Yeah, I'm a 12 and a half. And then um I just bought
0: a pair of boots, 13. And then um And you did know, your feet grow after you had a baby? Yes. Did yours? I think one size. Up. Whatever. I um nine. also nine, my nine. mother
1: would make my clothes because <laughs> and she would sew and make and then all the kids would make fun of me, like, oh great dress. Cause I wore you know, I'd wear a dress to the bat mitzvahs. <laughs> oh Judith, what a nice dress. <laughs> Fuck all of you, you fucking assholes. So so you get? Can you talk about how you got the King of Comedy? I mean, that is, yeah, you know how I how I was introduced, fucking beyond brilliant, like beyond
0: brilliant. And you're so what were you 26? 20. 20- I I when I, the night I started shooting it was my birthday. I turned 26 on the first night that I shot the King of Comedy. That's unbelievable. And Sis Corman brought me from. Um, Oh, it was that great um, um, boutique that has been closed for years on the Upper West Side here? You know, the the chicest, f- hippest, Charivari. Oh yeah, I remember that. She brought me a little pair of like white shorts and a, and a and a French cut T-shirt and gave it to me on my birthday as we were shooting. Oh anyway. my
1: God! And hey, wait, can I just go back to your first joke that you, when you first yes. joke you ever wrote, which yeah. is the funniest thing? Yeah. You didn't know what you were going to say, and yeah. you
0: got on stage and said. I'm a medium. <laughs> I understand you're a small. You're an extra large. <laughs> yeah, that's the
1: funniest thing. All right, sorry. I wanted to make sure I got that in. That cracks me up.
0: Okay, so how do you get King of... And I'm well, sure? everybody every was... Comic, au- every, right? No, every actress was auditioning. Everybody right. was auditioning for this. And my agent at the time, who happened to be... Chris, Chris Albrecht, Albrecht.
1: Who started which I tell Henry all the time, he
0: started as a, doork- he was a doorman a at, the yeah. at the improv, okay, yeah. okay, a doorman, which I know. is where he should have always been. <laughs> hey, Chris, how are you?
1: <laughs> all right, good. So
0: he became an agent and became my agent, and I would call him like four times a week, when's my audition for King of Comedy? When's my audition for King? I, I don't know yet. They don't, they don't want to see you yet. He never submitted me for it. He my just friend- fucking lied to you. It was almost towards the end of the whole process So my friend Lucy Webb, who was in a team with this. Woman, I love Sh- Lucy Webb, we Cheryl did a TV show Henry. together. a TV movie together. okay. Yeah. She called Sis Corman and said, you've got to see this right. girl. So I set up my own audition. I went in, and for Look, Sis, Chris. I did some of the lines, and the whole the whole thing was you had to improvise. So I just did this insane impro- improvisation. You know, where I go crazy, like I do in the movie. And she looked at me, she goes, I think I need to shut up a meeting with Marty. (laughs) Like that. Scorsese. So the next day I came back and I met with Marty and I did a similar audition. And I think, I don't know if Bobby De Niro was there that day. Maybe I went back. Oh, here's the best thing.
1: That you went, you did a set or something with Mooney. or something. Oh, so, no, no, yeah. no, hold oh, on. I'm sorry. I,
0: you're rushing the story.
1: I'm sorry.
0: As I came that out of the second audition, yeah. this person pulls up next to me in a Volkswagen Vicious. Hi, it's me, Deb. It's Debbie from the Improv. Who was it? It was Deborah Winger. What? She used to be a waitress at the Improv. And then I didn't even realize, I was so like... she was a waitress at the improv i was so into my own headspace about the about the audition and then all of a sudden i panicked because i thought oh my god she probably just auditioned for it which she probably did it was up at the um chateau marmont right so anyway yeah like a couple days later i i did a set at the improv and richard belzer came Love. up. Nicest guy Richard <laughs> Bowser came up and improved with me during my set. Right. Okay. Oh. So they saw how I was with another person. Right. Did he no- do that on purpose? Yeah, they, we, he planned it. We planned it. So a month Nicest goes guy. by. I'm yeah. down in Palm Springs with Paul Mooney because I hadn't heard back from, from the... I said, it's right. so never gonna happen. I'm not gonna get him. He says, Bernhard, you got to relax. So I drive home at the end of the weekend. And you know, it was in the days you just had a phone machine, right? So right. I play the phone. We need you in New York right away. Please call us back. We're going to fly you to New York. But was it a recent call or from like a week before? No, no, no it was just a few days old. Oh, okay, so God, I, I, I so I call God. back. Yeah, they fly me to New York. Yeah, I stay at the Mayflower first, Hotel. First hotel, class. First class. And then I have my big audition with Jerry Lewis. And then I'm 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 laying around my 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 room at the at the Mayflower. The phone rings. I pick it up. It's Sis Gorman. They they're giving you the role. Oh my God. I,
1: I love up that. The Did I you fucking freak Downstairs
0: out? Marty and Bobby had just had lunch at the observatory. Yeah. I ran down the street after them, scared the shit out of them, but reenacted, you know right. a, 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 <laughs> yeah, right. apart from the movie. Yeah. So they knew for sure they had So supposed- who's
1: the first person you called when you found out?
0: So long. Probably my parents. Okay. (laughs) Can
1: we talk about Jerry Lewis? I mean, I'm sure he was nice on the set. He wasn't. He wasn't? No. He was an asshole. Horrible person. Yeah, horrible. (laughs) But
0: really fun to watch. You know what I mean? Like, Like, yeah, because I
1: I was so mad when I found out because I was there when he said no women. I was in the Aspen Comedy Festival. I was I watched uh, Martin Scorsese's wife, God rest her soul. I mean, not Martin Marty Short's wife. Fuck, Um, God rest her soul, nicest woman in the world. At said you've not we've you've been interviewed for an hour. You haven't mentioned one woman as being, and he said they're 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 not funny funny." and. There's no funny women, and they're just baby makers or something. And I was, and it was sell sneakers on, you know, and he would, uh, he would dance around. I just, but you see, so that, fucking annoying. You see, I,
0: I put aside all of the personal interaction and just watched him and laughed because I thought, this is unbelievable. I'm, I'm, I'm in a movie with Jerry Lewis right, in a right. dramatic role mm-hmm. with the, the most talented people in the world. Who fucking cares if he's a, mean and making fun of me? God, you are. well you have such a good attitude? Uh, who cares? What did he say?
1: <laughs> so, um, you,
0: you also, but that was like the big, like. Oh, it doesn't get any bigger. And I slid downhill. From wait, no.
1: Don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now. Um, just kill me. Oh. Don't forget to turn... Oh. For part two on Just Kill Me. No, it's not. It's <laughs> just, just Kill Me. No. no Judy
0: not. Gold's Just it's Kill not. Me. Kill Me Now. Just Kill Me Now.
1: <laughs> Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help.